Welcome to Loving Every Stride, the podcast that will help make your running easier. Brought to you by ex-national athlete and UK record holder, Paul Laslett. Powered by the Brightside PT community. For more information and access to your very own Running Faster formula, which will make your running easier, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show and see you on the bright side. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Loving Every Stride. Now, why do we run? We run for many different reasons, but what motivates us to run? Events. I know for a fact, if I didn't have events to do, when it's peeing it down with rain, or it's super cold, or you've pushed the time, or whatever, you would just think, ah, maybe I'll just cozy up in bed for a bit, or just chill out and have a cup of tea instead of going out for a run. But because you've got an event booked, you don't. Well, mostly you don't. You get out and you run and it motivates you. So without our guests today organizing the events that they organize, I think a lot of us wouldn't be running as consistently. So we are joined today by Chris and Andy who run the New Forest Marathon. They probably do run it as well, but they organize it and we are going to pick their brains and hear about what it takes to put an event together, why they started that event and what their kind of ethos is behind it. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here. So Obviously, we've had a bit of a chat before you guys came on, and one of the things that stood out for me was really your passion behind why you wanted to take this on. So it'd be really interesting just to hear what was it that inspired you to take on the event, and how has it evolved since you've taken it under your wing? Yes, I mean, both myself and, and Chris have come from a kind of sports development teaching education background spent all our lives trying to inspire people to be active in various different ways and then stumbled across the New Forest Marathon and the amazing input that's had in the community in far-reaching ways. It's been part of the, the New Forest community for many years and then it ceased to run. Being two quite passionate people, we couldn't let an event on our doorstep where we grow up, which engaged so many people in physical activity, go to waste. We took over the event. We weren't really sure at that point what we were taking on, but we took it on. And, and the whole, the, the beauty of it is we were designing it from scratch. So we had this amazing platform which engaged runners from all sorts of ages. And our, when we look at our demographics, it's pretty much a 50-50 male to female split. Um, runners take part from three years old all the way up to our oldest runner was 93 from all over the area and we just thought we can't let this opportunity go to waste but so how can we design an event that creates the most welcoming journey into physical activity but not just a, a journey into it but also allowed runners to share in that experience together and to keep evolving year after year so what we did is we created a, an event which is color-coded it's very easy for first-time runners about 80 percent of our runners or 88 percent of our runners are first-time runners so they come and enjoy the experience but we wanted to create an event that was more than just running and i'll let chris evolve on, on, on that a bit in a minute in a nutshell all of the events runners can run whatever distance they feel and they can even walk as well we have a woodland walk and then they'll finish on the finish line together so whether you're doing a full marathon i might be doing a half marathon and your partner might be doing a 5k they all have their inspirational warm-up they all run out at separate times 
And then the routes are actually designed to weave into each other. So the last mile, you've got this amazing atmosphere where you've got 5K runners running alongside full marathon runners. And that's when the penny drops for those 5K runners where actually they're running alongside somebody that's not necessarily quicker than them at all. It's just the fact that they have that ability to be able to run longer. So all of a sudden, you've got this amazing kind of inspirational story where you've got runners of all ability crossing the finish line together and then sharing that wonderful experience about what they've seen in obviously one of the most amazing backdrops in the UK as well. So, Chris, I'll let you allude a little bit more onto that. Yeah, so obviously taking over the, the event in 2015, prior to that, I went on the journey myself, a running journey. I started in 2011 running. I was relatively fit beforehand, but yeah, I just wanted to go through the process of what events mean, experience that journey of a, of a runner into an event and running an event. And I think part of that experience has then led on to what we developed with the New Forest Marathon, trying to trying to make it more of a, a family culture, trying to make it less intimidating, breaking down all the barriers of entry. And uh, and hopefully, you know, a lot of that then shows on what, what the uh, the event has turned into today. I think it's, I think it's awesome. One of the things I really love is the fact that you can say you have a marathon runner and a 5k runner finishing together where if, you, if ever you've done an event and you finish close to people and people around you you smile if, you, if you've got the energy to you smile at each other once you've kind of got off the floor you have a chat with people around you it must happen that the 5k runner and the marathon runner they start chatting to each other and they find out each other's journey and like you say, that 5K runner that's maybe really new, thinks I'm never going to be able to run a marathon, starts chatting to someone who's just like them, who has said, well, I started where you are. And there's nothing quite like that to give someone the inspiration to, to carry on, to do more, to think if Jill, who I've just run the last bit of this run with, she was doing what I was doing a year ago. I'm going to be able to do that next year. And then you say as well that after the event, it's not just about the running, is it? It's, you, it's that community. So what happens, we'll talk a bit more about the event in a sec as well, but where people travel for a long time to go to an event, you can often turn up, run, you get your medal, you go home. But for you guys, it's slightly different, right? So I'd be interested to hear a bit more about what happens after the event. Yeah, so that was uh, that was part of that experience with my, my running experience from 2011 to 2015. Really, going going to these different events and really having that 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 very very experience of turning up, doing my run, we finish, and then we we get, we get a medal, a t-shirt, walk across the line, and then you've probably there's not a lot there to hold you there. So it was just a cold walk back to the car, go home, and tired legs, and then that that was pretty much it. So what we wanted to do was create that sort of engaging family atmosphere and hold people at the event and to, to celebrate their, their sort of successes and, but also make it worthwhile for sort of the partners and the sponsors and everyone else that puts so much effort into, to making the day special. And if people just go home, then you, you don't create that atmosphere. You get a great atmosphere on the run, but not in the event afterwards. What we, we focused on was making a really vibrant sort of race village with lots of stands, food and drink outlets, picnic tables, warm-up areas, live music, all really accessible, all parking in one area as well. So everything's on one site, so everything's nice and easy. And that's been the difference for... Uh, for me, from looking at how events used to be run to this sort of holistic approach and getting everyone uh, there on one day and, and enjoying the after show as well. I love that. That's much better than hosting your 
time up on Strava and hoping that people give you kudos, isn't it, right? You, you've got people high-fiving and giving you kudos straight after the event because you're celebrating what you've, what you've just done. Absolutely. The other thing we do to make it even more accessible is we have the camping options as well. So, so people can come and camp on site and become part of the event. And in that race village, as just as mentioned, we've got sponsors, we've got running partners, we've got running shops. All of them have got a, a kind of running connection. So it's almost like being at an expo. So you, as you as you walk around, as well as engaging with runners of all abilities, you also engage with other kind of contributors to the industry. We're really fortunate to have Garmin as one of our main sponsors. Obviously, they are really interested in the runner journey. And through our work with them, we've realized that every single one of our runners has got their own story. And, and obviously, you know this very well, that there's no two people out there that run that have the same story. But what's phenomenal is that they all come together onto the start line together at the same time. And they all do that race and that adds and finishes that story or adds, you know, adds that an extra chapter. And then they've got that amazing platform where you can harness that feedback afterwards. And that's the bit that other events have missed, but that's the most powerful. That's the kind of conclusion to the whole of their, their last six months or more held in that race village where you've got all sorts of different emotions, achievements. You've got families coming together that haven't seen each other. You've got running clubs coming together. And that's what was really important to us is to give them that opportunity to share afterwards. My background, shorter distances. But I would, I think I'm getting excited listening to what's available. I would go and do a, and I don't want to say it out loud, but I'd go and do a half marathon at your event just to celebrate that I've done it afterwards. Because that's, that is a huge part of it, sharing that joy that the run gives you, sharing the experience that you've had. And, as runners, and we've talked about this a little bit before, we're uh, an interesting breed of human being. And any way you can turn the conversation with new people around to running, I always will try. And if I'm out with new people, I'll look and see what, what watches people have got on to see a sports watch on. So maybe I can go and chat to them about running. But after a running event, you don't need to do that. You could just go and talk to anyone you want about running. So that would be like my idea of heaven. Yeah, I think that community that you're creating there and the, the kind of celebration of what someone has been able to achieve and everyone there understands your journey that, that you've been on. Just sit with people for a long time and make it a really special event. I love it. I'd like to just backtrack a little bit to 2015 when you took the event on. People get nervous before a run because they think, oh, how am I going to do? Am I going to be able to do it, et cetera, et cetera. What were your nerves like before that first event that you took on in 2015? Looking back, um, looking at the enormity of what we, we took on at the time, we probably didn't overthink it, which was probably the why it was successful. Because if, you, if we'd actually sat down and just gone through the whole thing and thought, okay, this is what's in front of us, then I think the enormity of it probably would have put most people off and not taken on the project because bringing back uh, an event that's run for 31 years, it obviously had a, a fantastic history, but we didn't just bring it back. We relocated it, rebranded it. We reshaped it. Obviously in the new location, you've got all the permissions uh, issues with seven different landowners and obviously the politics and the complications within the sort of a national park setting. Yeah, it probably wasn't the, the best <laughs> best thing to do for to uh, non-experienced event organisers to, to take on as their first project. 
But then again, you can see we've learned along the way, we've listened along the way. And I think by doing that, I think that's helped shape it to, to what it is. And that's why it's been so successful. But yeah, that's, that's probably the, the honest answer. There's a whole level or layer of events that people don't see. Like we have a big communications tent with big flat screen TVs. We have GPS chips on the front and the back of each race. We do a, a phenomenal amount of planning about where the flow of the majority of runners is so that we can move our medical teams around. And there's a whole matrix of, of different cards, as it were, support vehicles being moved around, water stations being moved around, medics being moved around, all behind the scenes. And so that that was all, every single time you do something, and for me and Chris, we had this image in our head about what it was going to be like, but that only ever becomes a reality on that day when several thousand people walk through the gate. And that's only when you're planning work. So we spent the whole year of, of 2015 to 16 listening and learning and we said we will speak to every single person we can from from the forestry commission the forestry to england to learn about habitats to local residents to local businesses and we just want to learn as much as we possibly could do and we actioned every single point every single bit of feedback that we got from whether it was big or small from the runners from from the press from everything and then we harnessed that into the next year's event and what was really nice for us was that everybody saw that and we, we went on in 2017 to be one of the, the New Forest Business of the Year Award. And we won a won an award, uh, the Contribution to the Community Award. And it was all about how the, the impact that the event had on the local community to, to engage them in physical activity, but also where we've given back and supported projects in the community. And it was all about that listening and learning. Exactly the same as, as all your runners. You go and do an event and you listen and learn and you grow. And, and that's exactly the same for all the event organizers. So I love the, the parallel between the event organizers spend months and months planning, sorting the event, learning from previous events, dealing with any issues that may, that might be coming up. And then the runners spend all their time planning and preparing their training, dealing with any injuries or issues that might come up. They do the run and then they learn from it and go again. So it's a similar journey. You're going on a similar journey to all of the people that are coming along to your events as as well. I asked, that's, uh, that's awesome. The other thing you said there as well was about the contribution back into the community was something that was really important to, to you guys. So anyone that comes to do your event knows that in them, keeping themselves fit and active is great, obviously, for them. But then coming to your event, and the, the setting they, they're able to run in actually is giving back to that area. So how does that work? That happens in, in a number of ways, really. There's, it's not just community cohesion. It's bringing together lots of different people from lots of different parts of the community on one day, everyone enjoying the day in the forest. So that could be, could be a, a community group, a charity. That could be a Cowboy Sky group coming to, to work on the drink stations, army cadets, air cadets. They come and give medals out and they... They do different roles within the race village. So all of those groups come together, probably about 25 in total. And what we do with them, they come and enjoy the day. They often try and get a lot of the life skills that they've been working on within their groups. And then for that to help with the event and putting it on, we then give contributions to each of those community groups to fund some projects and further inspire activity throughout the year. So people like the, the cubs and the guides, they often go onto camps and they're lacking equipment. So by coming along and helping out our event for one day, we, we may give a contribution of four or five hundred pounds, which enables them to buy new uh, camping equipment, and then they can go and be active within their group throughout the year. 
for one day, everybody coming together, they can get a, a really great benefit for the rest of the year. Yeah, the other commitment and responsibility we have is is about educating people where they're actually running. And we're really fortunate to be able to run in the new forest. But with that comes a responsibility to ensure that we look after the environment. And, th- and that seems to have, that's been, we ran and we run one in St. Giles State as well, which is the, the UK Trail Running Festival, which is a blueprint of the new forest marathon as well. And it's all about educating people where they're running. If they can run in an inspirational environment, then they're more likely to look after that environment. So for us, it's a really powerful platform to be able to educate the messages from the organisations in the area, like the Forestry Commission, the National Park Authority, Forestry England, about how you should behave in these environments. And hopefully we can protect those amazing environments for years to come. I think on top of that as well, there's, there's, there's some really good work that it does in bringing obviously much needed investment to the area at the end of the season, so businesses and they all benefit local campsites and restaurants and every, everything like that. that. That brings that sort of things in as well. Okay, I wanted to ask about, the. you mentioned about the, the, the runners coming to take part in your event and you've got a 50-50 uh, gender, which is in my experience of taking part in events, very unusual. What are the sort of runners coming to, to your to your events and where where do they come from? Are they mostly local or do they come from a larger area? After this podcast, I'm going to email you through our demographics from this year, but I've got the advantage of having them in front of me. So in a nutshell, they come from all over the UK. The closer to the event you get, you tend to get the, the shorter distances. So the closer we are, you get the kind of 5K, 10K runners. The full marathon runners come from all over the world. Obviously, the, the concentration is kind of London and below. But this year, we've had them in Scotland, Ireland, a couple from France, from Spain. In previous years, furthest runners come from, we've had a few from New Zealand, a few from Australia. Lots of people will want to come and see the new forest and they'll plan a running trip around that our age groups tend to go our youngest runner was probably your son wasn't it chris probably about six six months or so was it the, was the first, the first and then uh, yeah, he, yeah yeah he stumbled down there we do a 200 meter race so he, he stumbled along there i think he finished with a knee slide across the uh, across yeah. the finish line so as everyone chooses <laughs> no, exactly it's not so good on gravel though <laughs> no yeah, our oldest runner was 93, and he had an amazing affinity with the marathon and his family had for, for, for many years. This year, our oldest runner was 87, and yeah, almost an exact male-to-female split. That's really interesting that you, you tend to the marathon runners. We have a slightly more bias towards males, so slightly more males than females. The half marathon is almost bang on, 50-50. I think it's, it's 49.8 to 50. To the 10k then flicks the other way and you've got slightly more female runners than male runners and the 5k is again more more female to male runners but when you add them all together it's pretty much bang on 50 50 and then our most popular between 30 and 60 so like i say i'll send you over the graph so you've got the information but we tend to get a lot of 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, but 50 to 60, really interesting for us because you of a sports person, you, in your head, your stereotypical sports person is probably a 30 to 40-year-old. But actually, for us, it's, it, it's 50 to 60, and then we've got quite a lot of 60 to 70s as well, which obviously shows it's a nice, approachable course. And this year, the event <laughs> took place in the New Forest. It took place at Wimborne St. Giles, 
because because of the pressures on the forest with COVID, and that's been obviously quite a challenge across the industry. We've managed to keep going by moving the event. This year, we're we're back in the new forest, but people love the event at, at Wimborne St Giles so much that we're we've now created a sister event, which is ex- you know basically exactly the same blueprint as the new forest marathon, but taking place there as well. And for us, it was really nice to see those runners engaging in those two different areas as well. It doesn't seem to matter where we move to it seems to have really similar demographics that's 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 quite amazing and um i always find that sometimes in races you feel like you've i, I did a, a marathon recently and i at one point i was wondering if i was the only female in the in the field because i couldn't see any other females so that that's really really interesting and so my my question would be if if uh, there was someone very uh, in two minds about entering your event, what, what, what would you say to them? I would say uh, definitely check out what we do, speak to other runners that have experienced one of our events. I think you'll get a really positive response, a lot of feedback about how easy they are, how, you know, the, the preparation and coming into the event, the understanding of what to do, the, the clear communication and the briefing and the warm up, that, that whole customer or runner journey is very smooth. And that's that's really what we wanted to, to get across on the outset because nobody should be coming in worrying about different things, whether they've got their pins for their pins for their, their running number and all these other sort of concerns. Is there enough toilets and all these sort of things? So we've tried to drill down into every different worry that somebody entering an event would have and actually get a solution for it and, and deliver it. And I think, yeah, I think that would be the best thing to do is talk to other runners that have experienced it. That will, will make your mind up. Just adding to that, Two things we've added in over the years. We had in 2015, really sadly, there was a young girl who died and a lot of her school friends, she was a 15 year old, a lot of her school friends were wanted to run in her name. And then we were approached by her grandparents who said, look, we really want to take part in this, but we can't. And that's how the Woodland Walk evolved. We thought, well, hold on a minute. If there are people out there that can't run, I've gone through a number of knee operations and, and sadly can't run myself. So to open those gateways where Actually, we really can push with wheelchair users. We can push with people that can't walk or can't run very far, and they can still be part of the event. So we started the Woodland Walk. It's a guided walk, so there's there's support there around the route. But they start at the same place. They do a route, and then they finish over the finish line with everybody else, and they get a medal with everybody else. So they feel like they're part of the event as well. And and it's been really moving seeing people's grandparents leave with, with a medal, which is fantastic. And then this year, we, we're not doing this in the New Forest, but we're doing this with the UK Trail Running Festival. We're allowing for the first time people to run with their dogs because we realise that there's a huge connection in this in the UK with animals and, and people. And so for the first time, we trialled it with a couple of people this year. Like I say, we can't do it in the New Forest, but we are trying it at Woodlands St Giles in the UK Trail Running Festival, having a separate segment for people to be able to run with their dogs. And we just think that will open up again more the ability for people to to take part in activity. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the other big fears is if somebody says, right, we're going to go and run the New Forest Marathon, well, the first fear is it's just a marathon. <laughs> That's the biggest response that we get. Well, it's not just a marathon. We've obviously gauged those runs from five, 5K, 10K, half and full, but... It's to, the, the theory of I'm just going to run off randomly into the forest and then when I come back after the 10K, will I get lost? What support's out there? And that's something that we really thought about as well with the colour-coded system. Obviously, we extensively sign it throughout the forest so you can't get lost. Even if there was no other person out there, apart from the ponies and the wildlife, you wouldn't get lost because of the signage. But 
we also have the the marshals, the the medical teams out there. So along the way, the, you've got so much support out on the course, which which gets you round. And those marshals are really supportive. Again, if you check out our sort of social media, you'll see how the marshals are really well respected by the runners that have, that have come because of the support they're given and, and that sort of culture. So anyone thinking, um, should I, shouldn't I, I would definitely sign up and, and get involved. For me, it's, it's not an event, it's an experience. And that's where the definitely. big, big difference is. Um, and that's that really should inspire anyone to, to get involved. So if people want to hear a bit more about or get a taste for it, where can they find you guys on social media? Yeah, so we're across social media. We've got we've got a lot of followers on Facebook, so you can see us at NF Marathon on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, exactly the same. We've got videos on there from past events and obviously trailers for, for the 2022 events, so you'll get a bit of a snapshot of what to expect on there. And then also on the website, which is www.newforestmarathon.co.uk, and like Andy was mentioned earlier, that sister event at St. Giles House in Dorset in October next year, you can uh, check all that out on the uh, the UK Trail Running Festival uh, social sites as well. And to all, you know, the comments that you've made, one other difference between us is it is just me and Chris. And this is what people don't realise is behind the scenes, there's myself and Chris and, and a wonderful man called Evan who who rallies together all of our volunteers. And we have about 600 volunteers that, that make up the, the New Forest Marathon family. But everything from the marketing, the planning, health and safety, all, all of that comes through me and Chris, which is, which is what makes it really special because we, we get to hear the good and the bad from every angle and, and we can respond to it. We don't have to go through layers and layers of management to be able to make a change. We can get our hands on it really quickly and, and we can change it. And, and for us, it's been a, an amazing journey learning all of these different angles and now where we now six seven years down the track from when we took it on we've done a lot of learning during that time awesome that's brilliant thank you both for being on this today i found that absolutely fascinating and like i said i'm not a long distance runner but i'd be inspired to come and try the half marathon around the new forest just because the event the experience that it would provide so much more than just a race or just a run and i think that's really important message to get across so thanks guys for being on please if you're listening to the podcast and you want to see a bit more about that newforestmarathon.co.uk that's it yep i was listening go and have a look on the website and happy running thanks again for joining you and we will see you on the next podcast Thank you for listening to Loving Every Stride. If, like us, you absolutely love running, we'd love to have you in our community and help make your running faster. You can join our Facebook group and get your very own Running Faster formula by visiting the link in the show notes, and there will be happy days ahead. Please also remember to subscribe and review so we can spread our love for running. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the bright side.